In this life, sometimes we get off track. We have a tendency to mess things up. And we can get it wrong even when we are trying our absolute best to get it right. But whatever path we take, as long as we go with God and follow God and let Him lead and order our steps, we will get there. It takes faith. It takes faith to go somewhere where you absolutely have no directions on how to get there. It takes faith to go somewhere when you know that there is something or someone waiting there to harm you. It takes faith to go somewhere in spite of what you feel about where you're going or how you feel about the people that you're going to have to witness to or minister to when you get there. Greetings, I'm Pastor Keith, and welcome to another episode of A Pastor's Passion. Today's episode is titled, Faith to Take the Ride. Today we're going to talk about having the faith to take the ride. This is the fourth and final episode of the series I've done on faith, and you can find the other three episodes on my website, pastorkeith.org forward slash videos. That's pastorkeith.org forward slash videos. You can find all four messages on faith, three that I've done, and then this one, which makes the fourth on the series on faith that I've done over the past month. Have you ever been afraid of taking any kind of ride? Have you ever been afraid of taking any kind of ride? Have you ever been afraid of taking rides at an amusement park? Have you ever been afraid of riding past large mountains or over water or across bridges? Have you ever been afraid of taking any kind of ride in your life? Have you been in a situation where you knew you had to go somewhere or where God was sending you somewhere and you absolutely did not want to go? Have you been in a situation to where God was sending you somewhere or you had to go somewhere where you absolutely, absolutely did not want to go? In the book of Jonah, you'll find that Jonah himself was in that situation and and instead of going where God had given him the assignment to go, Jonah ran in the opposite direction. Jonah was given a simple assignment to go to Nineveh to preach a message so that the king and the people of Nineveh would hear it and would repent so God could deliver them. But instead of being obedient, Jonah ran in the opposite direction. So God took him on the ride of his life, even to the point of showing Jonah death for three days, in order for him to take the ride to where God told him to go. Moses' ride took him into the desert to prepare him to become a deliverer. Joseph's ride took him into the prison 
in order to prepare him to serve in the palace. Daniel's ride took him into a lion's den in order to prepare him to befriend King Darius. The three Hebrew boys, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, took them into a fiery furnace just so someone else could see Jesus. Jesus' ride took him into a virgin, down a pathway of pain, up on a cross, down into hell, and out into the wilderness just to prepare him to be ready to return to heaven. The Apostle Paul's ride took him to a place of persecution for the church in order to prepare him to have passion for the church. But the one thing that all these men had in common was that they had the faith to take the ride even though they didn't know where it was they were going or what was going to happen when they got there. God sees everything that has an end from the beginning, which means that He knows what's going to happen before we take step one to go there, and He knows what's going to happen before we arrive. We simply have to trust that God is going to ride with us along the way, and that He's going to be there before we ever get there. Brothers and sisters, what is it that God has given you to do? What is it that God has given you to do? Where is it that God has told you to go? And if you haven't gone already, what's holding you back? Let me remind you that whatever we do for God will bless us first and then bless others. And whenever God is involved, it will benefit everyone. So what is it that God has given you to do? And where is it that God has told you to go? And if you haven't gone already, what is keeping you from taking the first step? Let's say that you don't like the people that God is sending you to see. Go anyway. Let's say that you don't want to deal with the issues or the circumstances of the people that you are supposed to go see go anyway. Or let's say that you don't want to be bothered with folks judging you or talking about you behind your back at the place where God is sending you go anyway. Or let's say that you don't want to face whatever or whoever it is that God is sending you to go anyway. When God sends you somewhere, it's not about you. God's plan and purpose is always greater than our own. His thoughts are higher than our thoughts. His ways are higher than our ways. We, as humans, have a tendency to take the low road. But God is always on the high road. When God is sending you somewhere, you're just the vessel. God is the victor. 
So whatever he wants to do through you, let him do. You are the clay, and God is the potter. So whatever he wants to mold you into, let him do. However God wants to make you, reshape you, rebuild you, or even rebrand you, let him do it. Go along for the ride, and always remember that a man that walks with God always gets to his destination. So when God asks you to go somewhere, just go. Don't hesitate. Don't question it. Don't count the cost. Don't complain. Just go. Let me give you an example from my own testimony. Let me give you an example of why it's important to have the faith to take the ride, even though you don't know where you're going or that you may not know what's going to happen when you get there. I was in a situation recently where God was sending me to a place where the devil had a hold on many of the people there and I knew it. The first day I arrived, the looks on the faces of the people from me just walking around and amongst them, they looked like zombies waiting to go to hell. My assignment was simple. Go there, hand out flyers to a Bible study that I was called to teach. Simple. Go there, hand out flyers to a Bible study that I was called to teach. Very, very simple. But the moment I came off the elevator, I saw a person, couldn't tell whether it was man or a woman, but I did see the demon that was in control of that person. When that person passed me, that demon turned its head all the way around just to look at me. Now I know a lot of people, if they had seen that, they'd have got back on the elevator, went back downstairs, never came back. But me, very simple, my assignment was simple. Go there, hand out flyers, real simple. So I kept moving stayed focused, kept my task on my mind, hand out flyers to a Bible study. So after I saw the first demon, I walked around seat to seat, table to table, handing out flyers. Within minutes, the devil showed up out of nowhere in the form of an elderly man and called me over. And before I even stepped into the space that he occupied, I smelled the most rancid smell I have ever smelled in my entire life. So I knew who it was that was standing before me. And what was interesting is that I thought I was getting ready to have to ball up my fists, put up my dukes, and handle my business. But that was not his intention at all. Before I could say a word, the devil started talking about some famous female singer who I know is into all kinds of ungodly stuff. And all that told me by the words that came out of his mouth, it simply proved that I knew exactly who it was that I was talking to. Him calling me over was just a distraction from the mission 
that I was sent there to do, hand out flyers to a Bible study. So when the devil recognized that I wasn't going to engage in that conversation, he took it to another level. He took out this little plastic bag, opened it up, and right again, I smelled the most rancid smell that I have ever smelled in my entire life. And the spirit immediately came over me and told me those are the souls of the people that were sitting around there looking like zombies. So I stood my ground and I ignored his conversation and I ignored whatever it was in that bag that he was eating and I handed him a fly or two. The moment I did, the moment I handed him that flyer, he turned his attention immediately away from me as if I had never been standing there and started talking to two people that were sitting right beside him. So I followed the spirit and I handed both of them flyers too. That's what happened the first day I ever arrived. And I've been back there almost every single week ever since. On that same floor, around some of those same people, and the devil has not resurfaced again. Haven't seen the old man, haven't seen the demon that was with him, or even the two people that was sitting by him. And I have not even smelled that rancid smell. When God sends you somewhere, just go. Don't think about it. Don't talk about it. Don't worry about it. Don't grumble about it. Don't complain about it. Just go. The stronghold over that place, the stronghold that was over that place started being broken. The moment that I faced the enemy and let him know that God had sent me there to take back what he had already stolen. And here's how I knew it. Just this past week, a young woman that I had given a flyer to that very first day came to me in that classroom and when she started giving her testimony, she broke down and started bawling like a baby. She got delivered. The Spirit used me to minister and witness to her just this past Wednesday. And while it was going on, I picked up the phone, called my wife, and I called a pastor friend of mine, and I let them both know that there was a young lady and her husband and their eight kids who needed our help and we needed to step up and do something about it. Now just imagine if I had not been obedient and faced the enemy the way that I did, that young woman probably would still be walking around in bondage, still burdened by whatever it was she's going through. But because I took the ride, made it to the destination, faced the enemy who was trying to stop me, God broke the yoke of bondage that the devil had over that young woman and her family, and I'm even starting to see that some of the other people are now coming forward to get delivered. Brothers and sisters, 
When God sends you somewhere, just go. Don't hesitate. Don't complain. Don't think about it. Don't worry about it. Don't wonder about it. Just go. When God is involved, you're going to get to your destination. And you're going to fulfill whatever the mission is that he is sending you there to fulfill. Whatever the purpose is, you're going to complete it. Whatever God's plan is, he's going to use you as a vessel to get it done. I'm Pastor Keith, and thank you for watching another episode of A Pastor's Passion. Next week, God willing, I'll bring a message about being fishers of men. I'll show you how to catch using the right bait. I'll show you how to find the right location. And I'll show you how to look for the deep water. And I'll show you why it's important that after you've caught them, that you have to add salt to season before putting them into the fire. Fishers of Men, next week, don't miss it. Again, I'm Pastor Keith. May God bless you, and may he keep you today and always. In Jesus' name, amen.